It gets better and better every week. Thanks, Anders. I've yeah. been practicing a little Welcome bit. Welcome to Anders and Sonia Find Common Ground. Episode 7. Episode 7. Never Almost thought weekly. we would make it this far. Yeah, Just right. Just kidding. I thought we'd be farther than this oh. at this point. <laughs> well, but. I'm I'm surprised. I think we've kept up with it and um, kept it pretty consistent. Um, yep. Shout I'm out to our loyal that... loyal listeners in Ireland. How's it going? Yeah, oh yeah. Um, we should figure out like a way for people to comment because I want to know what that person has to say about what we have to say. That's true. You can't comment on Spotify. Can you comment on Apple Podcasts? I don't know. I don't mess with I iTunes think you can. or anything. Well, yeah, well, neither do I. But here, while while we talk, I'll be I'll be looking this up. Do you want to know the the? Do you want to hear the joke of the day? It's my turn to. this week. Yes. And as usual, when it's my turn to come up with these things, it's kind of bad. But <laughs> I think you'll enjoy it. Bet. Okay. Shoot. Um. All right. So, what does a nosy pepper do? Sneeze. No, it gets jalapeno business. Oh God. <laughs> Did you like that? No, because I thought you were talking about Pepper the Spice. I think sneezing would be a, a really good answer for that as well, actually. Okay. That's a toot well. my own horn. So, I just looked it up. People can write reviews and comments on Apple Podcasts. Oh, So, if sweet. you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, drop a comment or a review. Because we, we have zero right now. Yeah, we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. What? No way. Okay, I'm yeah. putting people on with us then. I totally because thought it was just Spotify. Yeah, because it, it was for a while, and then um, some people were like, yeah, I don't have Spotify, I listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, and I was like, well, I can make that happen. Booyah. We've been on there for a while. How many Yeah, none of your friends listen, I feel like it's only my friends. Yeah, I don't know, I don't think my friends will listen. You should tell Dinah, <laughs> she should be listening to this. <laughs> Bro, you called Dinah out in like one of the first two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't. Like... I said I liked. I said I liked Dinah because oh. you thought. Remember, yeah, you called someone else. Out. Yeah, I called someone else out, and you censored it. But yeah. you asked me who the least favorite of your friends was. I had no choice. It's part of the game. <laughs> that was hilarious. I think that was one of our better segments for sure. Yeah, that was a good I segment. I digging up dirt. Yeah, digging up dirt is fun, but like we can't publish dirt for everybody on the internet to listen yeah. to. We got to be careful about that. It's true. I think this is a great segue. Um, okay. Boom. Nice. So, first thing we're going to talk about today, Sonia, are you ready for this? I was born ready. Are humans going to destroy the earth as we know it? Let's oh, let's hear gosh. your take. Well, honestly, this one I've been thinking about for quite some time now. It seems kind of like one of those pretty uh, baseline existential questions people ask themselves. And I think humans will definitely destroy the Earth. It's just a matter of when and how and whether or not they survive. What do you think? Do you think they're going to like have a nuclear shutdown or like so so we've had this discussion a couple times in environmental science where okay. the humans will not destroy the earth if the the humans can destroy their own race and all the other species that live along with them mm-hmm. but the earth is going to be able to uh like just clean the slate yeah. and start over again no, no, I'm st- the earth is earth is gonna be fine i'm talking about it's just earth a matter of whether it. or not we're gonna yeah we're yeah so th- this is the question though so are we gonna be able to survive and at some point 
you know, humans are going to go extinct at some point. It's whether it's going to be in 50 years or 200,000 years. Right. And I think I think it's going to be sooner rather than than later. I think there are too many stupid people and we've made too many mistakes at this point for our race to last much longer. Hmm. That is interesting. I think I, I would Now, by sooner, by sooner, I don't mean we'll all be gone in 50 years, but I do think within the next 50? 20 years, there will be... Er- no, I said not in, fi- okay. not in 50 years. I think within the next 20 years, there will be irreparable damage oh, yeah. done to the planet. Mm-hmm. But I don't think uh, that... I mean, there already has been irreparable damage done to the planet. But I think the human race will last... A while longer. I don't think it will be much longer. I can't give you a number, but the humans are on a on a path to destroy themselves. Yeah, I would agree. I think um, uh, like a lot of new science is coming out, and it's all saying different things. Like the Earth will be destroyed in however many years. We'll use up all the fossil fuels in this many years and burn all the ozone in like however many. But also, science is coming out that we're, like, advancing technology for, like, solar energy and, like, finding ways to convert pollution into, like, a fuel source or something. I feel like technology... That's, that's true. So there are there are advances being taken, but people gotta wake up and, like, enact this stuff. Mm-hmm. Because you can, it's true that all these amazing ideas and new technologies are coming out, but nobody's implementing them because there are a lot of people that will turn a blind eye to make some money that's true to push oil or coal instead that's true but i do think um like especially in the u.s um we're very far behind as far as like green energy goes i think europe is like leading with it i'm uh i read a thing in regular enviro the other day that said uh one country i don't remember which country it is but one country is totally switching to solar next year. So it it's very doable. It just needs to be kind of mainstreamed. And I also think we need a different president before we're going to actually That's start true. doing good <laughs> things for the environment. <laughs> but like... Well, I think I think one misconception that, that scares a lot of uneducated people that are in... That have like coal jobs, mm-hmm. that like poor people that aren't educated that have jobs like mining coal, mm-hmm. is that... When when we go through this transition to cleaner energy, there there will be more jobs created than already existed because of how much work is going to need to be done to implement the new the new energy sources. Right, right, and that's, especially initially, yeah, uh, there will be more jobs, and and since they're going to be government jobs, they're probably going to be higher paying too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think the only thing know. like everyone's very concerned about like the loss of uh, coal like fuel jobs and like. The thing is, either way, it's going to turn into a corporation and the whoever controls the the energy supply is kind of in the position of leadership at that corporation to be able to like decide um like how how their workers That's true. It has to be done correctly. Yeah. Right. And I I just think there should be enough government regulation to where it's controlled. I think if energy was switched from a private industry to a government industry it would be beneficial to like literally everyone except except the people in the private industry that lose money <laughs> but like the only but, people who would be losing yeah, money are right executives. so so do you think do you think then that it will actually happen where we somehow 
get our act together and push push our extinction way down the line hundreds of thousands of years i definitely do you think that it'll do you think it'll happen I th- that we'll get our craft together i definitely think that it's hard to say <laughs> because it could go I, you definitely think that it's hard to say <laughs> yeah no because the All thing right. is like there's such a fine balance between like world order and like chaos and i think like like 20 years when the environment crisis actually becomes like a crisis that affects like every single person on earth and not just people who don't have money i would argue that it already is no because like we definitely don't feel the effects of climate change as much as somebody living in like a third world country would and i think that until first world people start feeling the effects of climate change like nothing big will actually change for the better so i think that we have to get pushed to the point of like it depends i mean i mean you can say that but it depends on how close you how how close you look Hmm. like me me like personally a way that climate change has affected do you know do you know about glacier national park in montana i do they have they have a they have a glacier there yeah they're saying that within the next 15 years there will no longer be any glacial ice at that national park. Yeah, but that doesn't It'll affect... It'll just be national park. I mean, it, it depends on who you ask. That's pers- that is a personal effect to some people. Yeah. Some people really value that, that environmental uh, feature. That people like to go visit that. There are some sure. people that like to do that. Yeah. There would be people that consider that a personal effect of climate change. But... It's, I, you you could argue that that's not universal, but you could find little exceptions to that rule where this is affecting a lot of people in first world uh, uh, first world nations. Yeah, but it's, it's not as I mean it's not as dire as serious as other people right. are experiencing. And I get what you're saying. Once Florida goes underwater, or once Manhattan goes underwater, then then people will really start to get freaked out. But you're starting to see this affect everybody everywhere. Yeah. And it's just going to get worse. Right. I just think it, it won't start to actually change things until people are, like, um, forced to look at their lives and, like, what is essential here and what's not essential. Like, the melting of Glacier Park is obviously a loss to everyone, but it's not something that, like, deeply affects their lives or, like, will kill them. Right. Um, right. So I think once, like, people feel like their livelihoods or, like, just their lives in general are in danger or, like, their children's lives, I think then they'll start looking at it seriously because it really does take, like, more than just Generation Z and, like, millennials pushing for a cleaner environment to, like, actually make change, especially in big countries like the U.S., where a lot of our population is older, like, it comes very heavily down on them. And, like, that decision is much bigger right. than just, like... And I think and I think something else that'll happen that you kind of pointed out. So, the farther we go into the future, not only will we find more people that didn't see this as an issue, finding it as an issue now, mm-hmm. uh, the farther we go. But, in general... The people that don't accept this as a serious problem are also older. Right. So the farther <laughs> we go into the future, the less of them there will be. Yeah, yeah. And the greater proportion of the voting uh, class will be will be our age. Right. So. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm hoping that there's there's almost like a 
two things happening that could could benefit uh benefit the planet yeah like there, as but... as well as like technology improvements so i think it's it's pretty likely that we won't die out within the next hundred years or like you've kind of you've kind of swung me over really i thought, I thought it was a little more imminent than <laughs> hey. that but i mean after this discussion that's what i'm talking so about you know it's hard to change my mind yeah but i'm surprised kind of did it yeah congratulations the is, like people are very quick to say it's it's just this and this is what's going to happen because a b and c but you really have to look at the bigger picture of like not only will this happen, but this will happen because of this. And, like, old people will die. People will... Are the, like, the voter change will swing. Or the... Yeah, right, yeah. Right, 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 And, like, right, right, technology. Right. I think technology is going to be the biggest thing. And government regulations. So, yeah, I think... I'm very hopeful that the planet won't die out. But I think it's going to... I would hope so, too. Yeah. I'm hopeful <laughs> that we'll all be... That there will be generations of humans to follow us. Certainly. If you're listening to this 500 years in the future... <laughs> my grandchildren. Hello. Hi, My great-great-great-grandchildren. <laughs> that would be crazy, dude. What if this is like... Like, um... It's like a time capsule, but virtual. That's... That would be so crazy. Are you... Would what you show like, your kids this one day? What if, like, we... Well, yeah, we... Yeah, what if we, like, took this and put it on a CD? A CD? And then in, like, 80 years... I don't even have a CD player. We're like, this is... This is a CD. This this is, like, <laughs> what we used to physically play music on. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you put it in, and it's this podcast. And then, like, it keeps getting, like, passed down through, like, the box of crap that people keep after I die. It just becomes, like, an, a family just, heirloom. The, the box gets passed. Yeah, yeah. Like a little box of stuff, and in it is the CD. And then in 500 years, somebody's going to be listening to this. They're going to discover this is how they're going to discover American culture is through our podcast. Exactly. Yeah, because we all know America won't exist in 500 years. No, we're shaping the future yeah. as we speak. We are shaping the future as we speak <laughs> with this podcast. Yes. And it's it's a it's listened to in multiple countries, multi-platform and multi-host. Well, I mean, multi-platform. That's it's not really multi-platform. It's just available in multiple places. That is multi-platform. multi-platform would be if no, that would be if we dropped the podcast, but also like a video of the podcast. That's multiple platforms. No, I think it's just like the different ways you can access it. Okay, well, I'm, we can disagree there. Okay. No common ground on that argument. <laughs> no, okay, but can we can we get a chord now, please? Oh yeah, yeah. We're transitioning to uh, what is it? Well, I hear that you've uh, been struggling with the closure of, uh, uh, not even the closure, but just the the reduced access to Starbucks. Oh. And that you've been making your own frappuccinos now. So I would I would like you to share share that process with us. Okay. That's a minor one. Oh. It's sad. So That's yeah, crazy. Starbucks is closed. There's a drive-through by my house, but I haven't been to it. I honestly, I'm sure it's open. The line there is always ridiculous. Yeah, it's just like, never it's worse worth than it. usual, and it's usually bad. Yeah, it's usually horrible. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've been coping with that on my own time. It's been pretty dredging. Um, and dredging? I've, yeah, I, I don't think that was right. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I've been figuring out ways to deal with it. One of the best ways is to make your own at home. So, I'm going to teach you guys quick three, if not two, ingredient 
at home Starbucks Frappuccino recipe. So, here's what you're gonna need. You're gonna need coffee. And you should make it strong as possible. Uh, it should be... Just normal coffee? Normal, regular, whatever blend of coffee you want. Just make sure you uh, right. brew it strong. And um, you're going to want to set that coffee in the refrigerator for a few hours until it's pretty chilly. And then you're going to want to grab your ice cream out of the freezer and your ice. Vanilla? Vanilla. Well, depends. It's very okay. much a personal choice, but I always go with personal vanilla. Choice. I think the, okay. the coffee flavor sticks better in a vanilla ice cream uh, and doesn't really, really drown out the... Uh, the coffee. F- right. I would assume if you did something else, it would just taste like, like if you did chocolate ice cream, it would yeah. just taste like a chocolate milkshake. Yeah, thing. probably. Or maybe mocha. I think that's something to try, though. Um, yeah. I read online that you can put chocolate syrup in it and make it taste a little more mocha-y, but I don't know. I haven't messed with that yet. Um, okay. You're still experimenting. Yeah. In, in the experimental phase, I actually recently tried this without the ice component. Um, so there, there is an optional ice component, but it's not necessary. I think the ice gives it more of like a crunchy texture and it's supposed to like, I don't know. You're supposed to have a really good blender if you do use ice, but I've been skipping it cause my blender is pretty crappy, but basically, what are you, what are you playing with over there? Uh, a I can marker? Hear it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can hear the marker. <laughs> like tapping? Yeah. That's funny. Okay, I'll try to stop that. Okay. Um, yeah, so take your ice cream, take your ice, take your cooled coffee. You're going to want about a cup of coffee for every big three or four, maybe five big scoops of ice cream. So put your big scoops of ice cream in the blender, pour on your cup of uh, very strongly brewed coffee, and then take your ice and either crush it in your freezer, like put it on the crush setting or like crush it with a mallet or something, um, and then put it in the blender and uh, blend away. In about one minute, you should have a delicious concoction that is Starbucks grade Frappuccino level. So just something to add on to the end of this, I've also been experimenting in different um, forms of coffee. Oh yeah? I usually just drink strong coffee black, mm-hmm. but there's this thing I saw on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so what you do, like you take like instant coffee powder. Oh, like I've the seen stuff this. That you... I tried to do it. <laughs> it didn't really? work. Yeah. Okay. So you take instant coffee <laughs> this powder. This is a TikTok trend. And hot water and sugar. And you take equal parts of each. I do two tablespoons of each of them. Mm. And then you just take a hand mixer and then you beat the shit out of it. <laughs> Until it's, until it's, oh, I'm supposed to work on my swearing this time. Ah! Okay. But it's okay. <laughs> you, you, uh, and then you just whip it and then it turns into basically coffee whipped cream stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you pour, you like put some in there with milk. And that's basically like, that's basically like a freaking $5 Starbucks drink yeah. that you just made for 20 cents. It looks so good. Like whipped coffee literally just looks like the most Did appetizing it, thing ever. It didn't ever. work for you? No, I use regular. I don't have instant coffee. And I was like. You have to use instant coffee. Yeah. Now. that's. I looked up a, a thing and it was like, no, you can use regular coffee. You just have to make it like super strong. So I was like, okay. Yeah. But no. 
They lied to no, me. No, you use, you use instant coffee, hot water, and sugar. Two tablespoons of each of those, and you just whip the crap out of it. So you tried it? It worked? Yeah, it was really good. Oh my god. I need to get some yeah. instant coffee. Yes, you do. So The instant coffee, though, the instant coffee that I used, I was at my cabin. It was like 10 years old, because we don't <laughs> make instant coffee. Yeah. But I found some like in the back of this cupboard, and I was like... Wait, instant coffee? I know what to do with this. <laughs> light bulb moment. It was really good. Damn. It was a light bulb moment. Yeah. I really wish I had instant coffee. Like, I wouldn't be trying that in two seconds. Go get some. I will. I'll put it on the list, the shopping list. Good for you. Hey. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. So, uh... I'm, I'm here to help. If you guys uh happen to try those recipes out, tell us what you think and tell us if they worked for you. I think we should do more recipe segments really you do i do you're kind of okay a chef in your own own I home am. and i'm kind of am. amateur these days but i like cooking you're a, you're a barista in your own home exactly <laughs> but bartender okay well do you want to do the next thing now should we transition yes transition? I'd love to. did you uh happen to Hit take me. a picture of your instant coffee by the way take a picture yeah Actually, maybe. Uh... All right, I'll I'll look really quick and then okay. you you go. Oh yeah, I'm surprised oh, I yeah. didn't see it on the Instagram. I did not take a picture of it. Oh bummer. Or I Snapchatted it to some people, but I I, see. I didn't save it. So got you. Okay, so you want to know what the next segment is? Hey, I'd love this to. It's gonna be fun. Let's do it. We have to not throw too much shade, though, because remember, <laughs> this is going on the internet where everyone can hear Forever. It. Forever yes. and ever and so, ever. So, we both have two lists of people that go to our school, and we're going to give give a name to the other person, and they have to describe that person in three words. Yes. <laughs> I yes. think this is a great segment idea. I'm really happy you came up with this. Yeah. I was trying to be... This is this is the blockbuster segment. Like, this is the meat. Mm, mm-hmm. The meat of the sandwich. Yeah. No, people need some juice. Or if you're vegetarian, juice. it's like it's like the... The protein. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do they eat for protein? It's Nuts. like the peanuts of the yeah. sandwich. <laughs> okay. Good. So, do you... I'll give you a name first. Is that, is that cool? Yeah, sounds good. If we good. do it that way? Yeah. All right. Carl, loyal <laughs> listener. Carl Olson Skog. Yes, your your <laughs> section mate. Okay. Back in the percussion area. Three words to describe Carl Olson Skog. One. Just spit it out. Okay. Go. I would say, number one is genuine. He's very very genuine. He's uh very honest, and I think he um. He's one of the most honest people I know for sure. Uh, he really knows how to lay it down. And then number two would probably be hilarious. That man is super funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like his sense of humor just tickles my funny bone. He, I feel like his jokes always land with me. Just like mine. Exactly like yours, Anders. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Um, number three, I'd probably say Christian. I know he's a devout Christian, <laughs> and it, it doesn't really make up his personality, but, like, 
funny and genuine are pretty. Like if you if you if you looked at him though, like I could be like, yeah, he's probably one of the only people at this school that's religious. I could have told. No, you honestly, by looking at, I him. couldn't have. It, like really, on the days he doesn't wear cardigans, he looks like very. <laughs> Yeah, well, Just, he wears cardigans all the time. That's the problem. It's true. It's true. But, like, the Chaco and Shorts days, I don't think you'd ever be able to tell he was a Christian. Oh, oh, yeah, no. And then with the old hair. With oh, the yeah, old yeah. Hair from, like, freshman and <laughs> sophomore year, I wouldn't be able to tell you then. True. But. Um, okay. Yeah, those are my three words. All right, do you want to hit me with the name? I'd love to. This is going to be a little controversial, but. Uh-oh. I love the controversy. Yeah, me too. It fuels listeners True. to listen. Um, especially when I'm uninvolved in it. So your name <laughs> is Avery. Okay. Um, violin player. No, violin. <laughs> violin is number one. Because literally, literally every context. Mean? Okay, so I'll explain myself. Okay. Violin because... <laughs> every 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 time that's not a person that anything <laughs> happens to di- that th- they didn't have to be okay <laughs> every time that something happens that has to do with any sort of competition between violin players yeah there i feel like he's always right in the, right in the middle of the <laughs> of the heat of okay. the of the battle ready for the action Okay, so number two is controversial. Whoa. Um, okay, there is literally, there have been so many times yeah. where there has been some random ass, like, argument. <laughs> They're just trying to drum up. There's there's just so many things that have happened. I'm trying to be very careful with the yeah, words that yeah, I, I use. Yeah, I can tell. He's, <laughs> there have been many controversies involving him where it's just trying to drum up, like... Like beef. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not I'm not I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm just saying that it happens. Sure. That it has happened. Yeah. I can see that. Number three would probably be uh. Ready? Hit him with it. All right. Word number three is gonna be activist. Ah, that's a good one. He identifies with um the LGBT community, obviously, and. I feel I feel that he has been very active in bringing attention to issues. Certainly. That that relate that 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 community is facing. You know. And I I th- I think that that attention is needed, and I think it's very good that he's doing that. So that's that's my third word. Hey, that's it's great that you recognize that as an ally. I honestly. You're welcome. Yeah, I I would <laughs> definitely agree with that one. Uh, Avery was one of the, like, first friends I made at Central through GSA, and, um, I'd say activist is definitely a big way to describe him. Very active. Alright, you ready for number two? Definitely. I got another section made of yours. Okay. Zach Danielson. Oh, Zach Danielson. That's my guy. Um. Alright, hit me with the words then. I'm thinking. I'd say he's, one word would be bold. He's very bold in everything he does. Like, he, he does it with intention, and he, like, knows what he's doing. And I don't think he does things with much regret either. Um, oh, I'd say he's with it. He's always very much on top of lingo, and he's, uh... That's two words, but I'll, I'll let it pass. Okay, I'll say wit it. Wit it. W-I-D-D-I-T. That works. He's wit it. He, yeah, he, he just, like, knows what's going on, 
dude always really has like a handle on on the world and on like school gossip i don't know i can't really think of like specific instances but i feel like he's always in the know um all right number three number three would be granola and not in a bad I knew way. I, I was going to say <laughs> no that. No way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Obviously. Like the hiking, you know, like loving the Boundary Waters kind of way. Um, but who doesn't love the Boundary Waters? Let's yeah. be real. Horrible people don't. But yeah, yeah I, I love that guy. Uh, known him since Ramsey. Day one percussionist. All I got to say. Yep. Okay. Nice. Number two. I feel like... All of our people are just from the band program, but your number two is um, Victor or Victor. You know who I'm talking about? Oh wait, oh Vitor. Vitor, yeah, yeah Vitor. He literally, I. Does he even still go to Central? <laughs> I don't know, but he's like a staple of my Central him, experience. I haven't seen him in like three years. <laughs> okay, but he's such a character, dude. Like, I can't leave him out of true, this. True, true, true. Okay. I'm pretty sure he does still go to Central, though. Okay, so number one would be Suspicious. Anybody who's seen him do anything. Super is- shady. Yeah, knows- literally. He looks a little bit suspicious with like everything that he does. Where back at Ramsey and Orchestra, they would play What's in Vitor's Bag. <gasps> and no. and they would like, and he would have some like, he would always have weird, weird <laughs> Dude, stuff in so his backpack. Dude, that's so mean though. No, 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 no. I think while he was there. Oh, that's okay. That's my understanding of, he would play too. <laughs> was my understanding of the story. Maybe People I'm wrong. It's been so a while since weird. I've heard this story. Yeah. It's been a while I'd, since I've heard this story, so I'd I'm not it. sure. Yeah, I'd believe Okay, it. so number two would be uh posture because he plays the violin so weird really like he plays with like the scroll facing the floor and he's just like hunched over and i'm like literally i don't know what a scroll is i don't even know how you play with it it's like the rounded thing at the the end of the you know that's the scroll and weird. he always plays with such weird posture. Is he so good? that would be the second thing that I identify him with. Okay. Well, he I he hasn't been in orchestra since my since his freshman year or my sophomore year. So, I. Should I do a different one? I no, he's not. No, 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 no. Okay. And then three. I don't know. Am I allowed to call him out on this? Definitely. Well, isn't he a communist? I mean, I. I don't know. He wears all these crazy metals Wait. <laughs> and like your with like hammers and sickles. Your third on them. N- word is communist. <laughs> I mean, oh my god! I'm trying to like these are trying to be like the first three things that I think of. Okay, and he's always wearing like these metals and things. That's so weird. That have like hammers and sickles on them, and I'm like. Communism uh, is becoming like mainstream. Like it's a thing. Communism to... is not becoming mainstream. No, like, socialism is becoming mainstream. No, no, no. Communism, communism is very is much mainstream. Yeah, people are like latching onto the idea of commun like not the actual like uh political system, but just like the idea of communism. People are very much they're like, oh I mean it's fascinating. It is. I mean Stalin as a person is very fascinating. I have a book that I'm about to read about him that's that uh, my dad just finished reading. Oh, sweet! Where it's all these, it's all these like, I think it's like letters that he wrote or like journals or something. No and way. He was just a weird dude. Yeah. Um, obviously did not adhere to the ideals of communism since he was far richer and had far more power than like anybody else in the country. Yeah. 
So it's really not communism, but who knows? Okay, so you want to hear my last person? I do. For you? Yes. All right, Nora Logan. Oh, Nora Logan. Nora Logan's my homie. Yeah, I respect Nora very much, um, especially after the cabaret production this year. Uh, but one word I would use to describe Nora would be confident. She's very sure in her decisions and I think she knows what she is doing like all the time I want to say like good singer but that's just like cheesy but she's a really good singer that's also two words true okay I'm not gonna say that you could just say singer no because she's more than a singer I'd say (laughs) number two would be charismatic I think she's very charismatic and like personable and she, she kind of knows how to connect with people really well. And number three... Okay, I'll say talented. Yeah, F it. She's very talented. And I'd See, say... See, that wasn't that hard to Okay, do. no, it Come wasn't. On. But I didn't want to just be like, she's a good singer. Because that's, like, very obvious. But yeah, she's, like, a good singer. I think... I'm sure she plays a mu- an instrument or two. It seems like she is very good at what she does. And she knows she's very good at what she does. Which... Uh, comes off in her singing, and it's it's very good. It's very nice to hear. Okay. Okay. Your third person is Lily Mitzel, loyal listener, amazing woman. Go. Okay. Number one would be organized. Ah, yes. Um, I like to think of myself as a... I, I may not appear very organized. I like to think that I'm very organized. Okay. I think I have a pretty good... I think I have pretty good control over my life, mm-hmm. which always feels nice. For sure. But if there's, if I had to name one person that may be more organized than me, it's probably her. Hmm. Um, she really keeps up with everything really well. Yeah. Like, there's, there's um, a surprise gift for uh, Mr. Oyen that we were working on, Ooh. and and she's just been very responsive and been like very uh she's been keeping me on schedule and making sure i don't forget to do stuff which is very helpful yeah that's good um what what's because the... to be working with somebody who's as organized as me mm-hmm. is really good because even even though i am organized i always forget stuff and it's always good to have somebody that's as focused and as as i am to keep yeah me, uh, to match your doing stuff match your vibes and everything right. what's the present yeah. gonna be we can talk about this later. Okay. <laughs> Off air. <laughs> Number two would be, um, uh, I mean, it's not super, super interesting or anything, but I would say kind. I've literally never heard her be mm. mean to anybody. Same, actually. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've gotten, I mean, I've, she, she will not actively be mad or like mean to anybody. Like she yeah. will not hold a grudge. Which is, like, the complete opposite of me, because, like, I can hold a grudge for years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and and I have a respect for that. To be able to, to let things go is, to me, that's something that's very impressive. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, like, to do it gracefully. somebody who loves to hang on to things and not let things go. <laughs> it's very admirable. Uh, yeah. Can you hear the garbage, the freaking garbage truck or whatever this is behind my house? It's so loud. No. There's some dude who's been, like, mowing his lawn this entire time, though. (laughs) Like, right outside. It's so annoying. 
Of your house? Yeah. Yeah, people are definitely having to listen to whatever the fuck is going on <laughs> in my alley right Dude, now. I don't know if they're tearing something down, but it's editing. It, it's extremely loud. Editing your audio was really, really weird because the mic is, like, very sensitive, so it picks up, like, background noise pretty easily, so I had to put on, like, a noise Yeah, gate. I tried to turn it. I noticed that mm-hmm. when, I listen, when I listened to part of it, so I turned it down this time. Okay, good. I turned the sensitivity down. Um, okay. No pressure. Uh, okay, this is not a, another not very good one, but I would say president. No. Like, if you had told no. me that she was, like, if... Okay, I'm going to come up with something else. <laughs> yeah. I was going to rationalize like, it. I was going to rationalize it, but I need another word to say. I need another word to say that. You might as well just be like, woman. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, well. <laughs> Lily Mitz. <laughs> what, what's a word for that? Like um, For what? For like being in charge? Oh, you could say leader. Engaged or driven. Oh, Leaders yeah. Generic. I think driven is a good one. Driven. Okay. So my third word is driven. Nice. Uh, I would say that she is is very engaged and takes everything that she does very seriously. Definitely. Um, which is something that I like because you know I th- I think that's important. I think I I I like to work with people that take things seriously. For sure. Like that's why I love to work with you. You take this podcast extremely seriously. Oh. Um, it's great to hear it. When I mean. She she engages in everything she does very seriously mm-hmm. and um, works very hard, and that's something that I respect in people. Dope. So is that finally the end of this segment? Yeah, I was... You're going to have a shit ton of editing to yeah, do. <laughs> actually, though, I feel like that just Sorry. went on for about 200 measures. I know, but you know, but you can you can cut all that thinking time out. I will. Like this will end up being like a ten. Like, this won't end even end up being ten minutes yeah, by the end, of it, even though we've been talking about it for twenty five <laughs> minutes. Okay. Uh, le- do you want to do two movie recommendations each last? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, strum it, baby. Okay, so so last week we did Netflix recommendations. I feel like you guys are all still bored. Hopefully quarantine will be over sooner yep. rather than later. But, you know, who knows at this point? We not could I. still be stuck in here for a while longer. Not I, not Actually, you, not yeah, anyone probably. Yeah. New Zealand's opening yeah, so, back up. I just heard. New Zealand? Yeah, like almost entirely opening all so, the way. So is uh, California's planning on reopening soon as well. Idiots, so. that's such a terrible idea. Well, I think New Zealand's yeah. Right ahead of us. My first one, I'll go first. It's on Netflix, okay. and honestly, I don't know why this is such an underrated movie, mm-hmm. but it's called The Other Guys. Okay. This movie literally has so many. Literally, it's Samuel L. Jackson, Whoa. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Will Ferrell, and Mark Wahlberg. No way. In one freaking movie, and Rob Riggle's in it too. Rob Riggle. Um, <laughs> who is that? Do you that? know who that is? He's a no. really funny guy. Okay. I'm putting this so, on my list. This movie. Wait, what's it this called? Movie, the other guy? The other guys. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, this movie, so basically, Samuel L. Jackson and Dwayne The Rock Johnson are like these badass policemen that go like busting all these criminals in New York on like these crazy chases. Okay. And then and then uh in their absence, like in the first five minutes of the movie, they like are chasing this guy down and they jump off a building because they think they can jump off the building to go catch these guys because yeah. they think they're invincible mm. and then basically there's like a contest 
uh, or like an inner competition inside the department to replace them. Ooh. And literally the most dysfunctional team ever. It's like this cop with PTSD, Mark Wahlberg, who accidentally <laughs> shot Derek Jeter. Um, <laughs> oh, and, and Will Ferrell, who's like this total dork with this like um, really attractive wife. Oh, okay. Um, and they, and they, and it's just the, these, uh, the, the misadventures of, of this, of this group. And that then they end up funny. kicking I... ass at the end. It's hilarious. And I don't know how more people haven't seen it. Like, nobody knows this movie. And I'm like, literally, they had to have paid those actors so much. That yeah. movie had to cost so much money. And it's extremely underrated. So, yes. I think I've seen a trailer it. for it, actually. Like a, a, yeah, a minute ago. It's good. I put it on All right, my what's list. Your first, my first what's one? What's your first recommendation? One of my uh, most favorite movies ever uh, is a horror movie. It's called Woman in Black. First time I watched this, I was scared crapless. I was so freaked out the whole time. It just keeps you on your toes. There's a bunch of jump scares and it's just suspenseful the entire time. So only for the strongest of heart for sure. Because this one... Woman in Black, oh, it gets to you. It's like, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got that, like, childhood orphanage vibe. It's also got, like, nuns, I think. And it's just, like, set in an abandoned place. <laughs> I love a movie with nuns. Yeah. No, but nuns make a movie ten times scarier. It doesn't matter the context. I definitely recommend that. It was on Netflix for a really long time, but I don't know if it is still. But it's a series of, like, two or three. And it... The movies get progressively worse, but the first one is worth watching, like, multiple times. It's so good. Okay, I just added it to my list. All right, so here's my, here's my final recommendation. Okay. This one is a little bit more obscure. I think, I think it's a really good movie. It's uh, on Disney+, Plus for those of the loyal mm. listeners who okay. have Disney+. Plus. Um, Free Solo. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Sonia. Is it Star it's Wars? It's a movie... No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a different movie. Free Solo is a movie about this guy who free climbs El Capitan. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And it's it's a really interesting movie to watch. Just, like, the process of how he strengthened himself to, to do this and just the dude in general. He's a very... Um, interesting guy he's okay. he's got he's got a he's got a personality mm-hmm. um but i mean even if you aren't particularly interested in climbing it was a fascinating it was i, I think it would be a fascinating movie anyway mm-hmm. and just at the end when he's actually like free climbing this giant basically like flat cliff yeah that's just like completely smooth insane dude and it was just like the most intense ever and these climbers were the people that did all the filming and like the 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 um camera the the what what's the word i'm looking the for the crew no the the um the cinematography mm, okay. i guess was like fantastic it was like beautiful and you know sick. it's in yosemite national park so okay um, makes sense that was yeah that's that's my second recommendation sonia what's your last recommendation I'm going to say Pulp Fiction then. Pulp Fiction? Yeah. So, I've watched this movie, or I've started this movie, like, literally eight or nine times, and I've only finished it, like, twice. It's super duper long, but worth the watch. It's, like, it takes you through, like, three different stories, and they're all kind of interweaved, interwoven, and you, like, figure it out in the end. But, like, I think this movie has a lot of, like, nods to the separate sections, and I think there's, like... 
plots behind the 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 main plot that you can kind of read into a little bit. I actually have a theory. Mars, you, have you seen the movie? I have not. I've heard it's a, a very good movie, but I've never watched it now. Okay, never mind. You should watch it though. It's super. It just like takes you through a bunch of different things that you didn't really expect. Um, and it's shot very well. It's very consistent. It's kind of just a classic Tarantino movie. Nice. Yeah. All right. So so that's it for for this week. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Oh yeah. Um. People, you gotta, you gotta come on. You gotta listen to these to the end. I can tell how many of you have been listening to this. So, I can see. So you can't fool me and tell me you've been listening to my podcast when I can tell that you can't because of how many people are listening to That's it. That's right, you liars. So be careful. Yeah. Be careful, you liars. We can't be friends anymore if you don't listen to this. We should have like a, a secret egg or something for people that get to the end. If you get to the end of this podcast, you better DM me the word chungus. <laughs> if you, no. that's Seth Busing's favorite word. If you chungus. DM me the word chungus, I'll know you're a real listener. How do you know that's Seth Busing's favorite word? He always says chungus. Chungus. <laughs> class. Bro, or he weird. always goes, John, stop being such a chungus. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks chungus. for listening. Chungus. Thanks for thanks for listening, everybody. What what what's what do we call our viewers? Do we have a name for our our, our oh, listeners? Do I don't we have think a name we do. We should make one. The we'll co- make one next time. Okay. That's a preview to the next episode. Ooh, I'm already thinking. To of find ones. out what you guys are going to be called. <laughs> Tune in listen next to episode week. eight. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.